Well, if there was ever a weather market, we are in it. Seems like every headline about weather this week caused traders to jump and move the market a few more points higher. More on that straight ahead with Coley and Kavanaugh. The guys are brought to you each week by the Allen County Farm Bureau, and now is a very critical time. Your membership supports the efforts of the Farm Bureau, particularly those in Washington, D.C. And with so many issues that are critical to farm families moving through the House and the Senate right now, it is crucial that you become a member because your membership really helps support all of that. So consider becoming a member. Simply go online to it, pays to be a member.org. Well, guys, what a weather market, right? As far as grain prices go, the weather forecast remains supportive as hot, dry weather creeps into the forecast next week for the Western Corn Belt, particularly the Central Plains as well. And the prospect of adverse effects on corn and soybean crops really increases the concern over all of this, particularly in the driest areas. Now, a lot of those dry areas got some good rain in the last 10 days and crops responded pretty nicely. But David, I'm also hearing that the soil moisture is going to go quickly if those triple digit temperatures materialize like these forecasters are saying. And you have to have hoped that roots have dug deep into the soil to get that subsoil moisture because this surface moisture just blows out, especially with the lower humidity and a nice breeze and this tremendous sunlight. And of course, there'll be pineappling in the corn and the beans will be wilting, but doesn't mean the crop is done. Definitely not. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. We know the forecast is horrifying. But have you ever seen a weather market that didn't get exaggerated and beat <laughs> off of itself? Sure did this and, week. Yes. And it always has a tendency to go too high, but the market's been waiting for something like this and given the fact that we have relatively tight supplies we don't have much room for air and now it comes through this uh, terrible heat it's not going to affect the entire midwest but it's going to affect eastern nebraska into iowa nebraska expect to get temperatures in the 114 115 <laughs> in parts of iowa it should get over into parts of illinois as well so those yep. are three major corn producing states and soybean producing states because the soybeans are the ones most likely to get hurt the most yeah. from this of course and that's why the market has reacted like it has with beans going up far more than the uh, corn has gone but Indiana, fortunately, where yes. our listeners are, we're going to get warmer than usual, but nothing terribly unusual. We're going to get spared from this blistering heat. But, you know, the big case I want to make, you look at the worst case scenario. You're putting Death Valley temperatures into Iowa and Nebraska, the hottest spot in the country, according to the latest forecast. You know, the funny thing is when you've gone to the most extreme level of heat can it get any worse than that? No, it can't. So you have to expect the weather to moderate, not to be that bad. And when it does, guess what? You remember what happened this week when the weather wasn't as bad as they thought? It dropped like a rock. Frankly, uh, this is kind of a third shot of selling some, some ultra high prices, particularly soybeans, but corn as well. So take a good look at this. The weather is so fluky. It's hot one minute and cool the next. For example, on Monday morning, they're talking about some rain moving in or temperatures not being that hot for that long. And this market is going to be under severe pressure. I think there's a scaling opportunity to be selling corn, and particularly soybeans. Definitely so. You're looking at prices now. I'm looking at the new crop November and the January prices for beans. And I think you have to look at this market as realizing markets, which are weather markets, never go as high as you think, nor last as long. Finally, the realized market won't come till this fall. When we finally harvest it, we actually see what's left after the weather this summer. A lot of people are starting to say, like, don't bank on it being that bad because you'll find out the bank is closed when you want to go get some grain sold. <laughs> you won't be able to sell it for the price you expected to. That happens a lot. So I look at this, frankly, it's just a 
golden opportunity. If this terrible heat persists for a couple of weeks, and it's another ball game. Certainly will change my tune. We saw one analyst come out and say, for gosh sakes, with this big rally in soybeans, it's an extremely profitable level. Don't miss selling soybeans. What way do you vote, my friend? Oh, my goodness. I'm even worse than you. <laughs> Look at the price here. Look at the historical potential. Yes, it could go higher, but it could go lower, as we saw last week. John, to a point that you were just making about, you know, what are some of the uh, analysts just saying? Dr. Michael Cordonier, who typically is hailed as the leading expert on South America, came out and gave his two cents worth on the U.S. crop, and he cut the 2022 U.S. corn yield by a couple of bushels. So he's now down to about 175, but he's saying, yeah, I'm not uh, too averse to maybe looking at something even lower. And he lowered the soybean yield as well, and he's thinking, yeah, I might be inclined to lower that even some more. I heard one estimate this week, John, from an analyst who said that he thought soybeans might even drop down into the 48 bushel, maybe even a little bit lower range. What do you make of that? Well, I think that's premature. Start talking about those kind of yields. You're looking for significantly bad weather for a while. And uh, hey, we're just now getting into August. So let's be careful, folks. A lot can happen over the next four to six weeks. Either way, this could happen. That could, Well, of course, this or that could happen. But don't jump the gun yet. We know of two analytical groups. And each one came out as predicting the corn yield at 175.7. Now, this is before this terrifying heat has hit. But that's a pretty decent yield, and I think today's conditions can justify that yield maybe even better. And by the way, that yield on corn, we're looking at 81.94 harvested acres. That would produce a crop of 14.394 billion bushels, which is a comfortable supply of corn. Well, and David, that puts the price of corn kind of back in the range that you were talking about here a week or two ago, about what, six and a quarter, six and a half? Exactly. That's what I was really, really looking at. Simply put, these are good prices here, and I think farmers should take a really good hard look at it. And of course, the big situation right now that the market's facing, I think, is the weather for beans in August, as you've alluded to. And Allendale had a big conference this week, and they always have Drew Lerner, a climatologist. He did predict a heat wave to come in the last half of July into early August, but he updated his forecast, and he said it was going to be hot and dry through the end of August, even into September. Now, this is for the Western Corn Belt, not around here. Keep it in mind, the forecast is the worst you can get right now, first week of August. But carry that forward a little bit more, and I think the market's not dialed that in yet. So there's still a possibility this market could go higher ultimately if we see the hot and dry continue. But again, the forecast right now is as bad as it can get. It can't get any worse than that. So if it mitigates that at all, then the prices will tumble temporarily. Okay, we'll cut the conversation right there for part one with Coley and Kavanaugh today. Midwest Ag is brought to you in part each week by our friends at Pribble Ag Products. And coming up here in the next few weeks, you're going to get a chance to get out to Pribble Ag Products and get a first-hand look at Bob's test plots. Every year, he tests some of the new seed varieties from Vex Hybrids to get a better idea of the best ones to recommend for your farm. Find them online at PribbleAgProducts.com. Part two with Coley and Kavanaugh coming up next. Podcasts by Federated Media.